I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey friend, have you been feeling overwhelmed looking for the right online job? Maybe you don't have enough remote skills or maybe you have no idea how to create a killer resume that will help you stand out from the crowd. I've learned that having a community of people supporting you through this process can be the deciding factor whether you make it or break it. That's why I am so excited to share that this September, we will be opening up our doors to our remote skills membership, where we teach you incredible techniques that will help you land online gigs by learning from leading experts every single month. Our membership will provide you with the skills you need and accountability partners that will help you succeed. For more information, visit learnremoteskills.com. Again, that's learnremoteskills.com. Hey everyone, thank you so much for coming back for this extended interview with James where he's going to share with us how to create an, a powerful impact as a speaker and as a storyteller. Hey James, how are you? Hello friend, good to hang out with you again. <laughs> thank you so much for being back with us. Before we get to your amazing tips and tricks, can you tell us a little bit more about you and why you live an offbeat life? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a professional speaker. I travel around the country. I talk to corporations, colleges, and anyone who will listen about the role that authenticity and vulnerability has to play in our lives and in leadership. And I'm also a, a personal coach, and I, I host my own live events a few times a year called Living Imperfect. And uh, so it's great. I get to travel a ton. Yeah, that's an awesome way to travel and such a great job and career to do that with. And you're on stage. So people could be like, you're awesome. <laughs> it's like all the accolades. So for for those of us who are thinking of starting a career or even maybe dabbling in it, you don't know if it's the right thing for you yet. How can someone make sure that this is a career path or maybe even a side hustle that they should go into? Yeah, for sure. I think first off, it's it's. do you have a message that you think other people need to hear? And if you think that it is, then, then it's deciding what your medium is for that message. Is that speaking? Is it getting on stage? Is it writing? Is it art? Is it what, you know, I don't know what the vessel is that you think that people, uh, that you feel like you can best deliver your message in. There's multiple ways to do it. But if speaking is the method, then I think there's three questions that I ask people when they say that they want to be a speaker. And, and the first question is, what are you passionate about that you think other people should be passionate about? The second one is who needs to hear what you're passionate about? In other words, is it, you know, is it, is it retired veterans? Is it, uh, is it women? Is it uh, CEOs? Is it college students? Is it, who is it? You know, who are these places? People who have dealt with addiction, uh, those kind of things. And lastly is, is why do they need to hear from you? Why do they need to hear it from you? Because anybody can get on stage and tell me to be a better leader. Anyone can get on stage and tell me to live a more meaningful life, to recycle more, to be a better whatever, follow my dreams. Anyone can get up there and show some YouTube videos. But what is it about you? What's your angle? What's your hook? What's your story? What's your approach that makes you a little bit different and a little more you? 
When you're trying to figure that out and maybe you do have a story to tell, how do you make sure that when you are sharing it with people, it is creating an impact? Because I have seen a lot of people with really incredible stories, but then they go on stage and it gets lost in their message, right? Maybe it's just not hitting the right notes or they don't know how to tell it really well. How do you make sure that you don't fall into that trap? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, a great a great story can quickly become a bad story if not told right. <laughs> we have those family members that tell stories like this. Um and they're just they just put too many details or they get caught up in the oh wait, no, that was Tuesday. Oh wait, no, it was a Wednesday. No, it was definitely a Wednesday. And you're like sitting there like I don't care about that detail, right? And so it's knowing what details would potentially matter to other people, what details actually need to be in there to create a cool flourish of emotions. And there's there's value in specifics, right? It's not that you were driving a car. It's that you were driving a Subaru. Like those little specifics are cool. So it's, it's knowing kind of the balance. And I think it's really testing it and timing it. And there's ways to do that. I mean, you can ask your friends to hop on a Zoom call and just be like, hey, I want to tell you all some stories. I and mean, just tell me, you know, what do you think about the pacing of them and whatnot? It's also knowing what you're trying to build to, What do you want the audience to feel at the end of your speech? What do you want them to come up to you and say? That's kind of like your goal. And so if that's your goal, back it up. How can you get them to that goal? How do you need to tell your story in order to get them to feel a certain way, think a certain direction and and do a certain thing? Mm. Tapping into their emotions is definitely one of the biggest ways that you can make an impact into somebody. And one of the ways that you can do that or the biggest way is telling a really good story like James is able to. Yeah, storytelling is powerful. I mean, it's a medium that we as humans have used since the dawn of time to communicate and to we, we've always gathered around a fire and told stories. That's, uh, that's the way that we're still tied to Cro-Magnum Man, um, <laughs> right? <laughs> so this is probably a question that you guests asked a lot is stage fright. When I saw you on stage, I had seen you know, dozens of people already before you came in and you saw them yourselves. There's a lot of people that had a lot of nerves. How did you make sure that you weren't really bothered by the people looking at you? Because having all of these eyes just staring at you, judging you, you know, just looking at you, it can be really frightening. And I was scared for a lot of people and I wasn't even on stage. How do you deal with that? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I, I totally get you. And and you should know that that day, I mean, I'll, I'll take your compliments all day. Thank you. Uh, but that day I was also, I was very scared. Um, I'd never done anything like that before. I've been on stage thousands of times, but that was the first time that was like, get on stage. You have 90 seconds to make people think you matter. I'm like, okay, cool, easy. And I was super scared. I'd never done a pitch like that. And so those nerves are always there. Whether it's a speech I've given a hundred times or a speech I'm doing for the first time, those nerves are always there. They're just starting to show up a little bit differently. And so we have the opportunity to channel our nerves towards excitement or channel them towards fear. Fear causes paralysis versus excitement causes motion. And so channeling, trying to channel those things towards excitement of like, I have the opportunity 
I have the opportunity to make somebody think today. I have the opportunity to make somebody laugh. I have the opportunity to make someone potentially change the direction of their life. If we lean into the opportunity and less into the, I have a fear of looking stupid. I have a fear of wasting people's time. I have a fear that I'm not good enough. We have to rewrite some of those stories in our brains because Every single one of us, whether you choose to believe it on a daily basis or not, has something to add to someone else on this earth. And so though your message may not be completely applicable for every single person in that room, it's damn sure going to be applicable to more than you think it is. And so let's go. (laughs) And that's, I mean... It can really get you down, you know, especially if you're not experienced with this. The first few times, even the few hundred times can be really nerve wracking. But you can also apply that with everything in your life. You don't get good at something without trying it and doing it often and spending hundreds and hundreds of hours to really get to where you need to be. Yeah, 100%. I think the, the only other thing I would add is that, you, I mean, you have to be a student of the game. Right. You have to get on YouTube and watch. You know, I love to watch commencement speeches. I love to watch TED Talks. I love to watch some of those things, not to compare yourself, but to be a student of what you're trying to learn. Like, why did that work? Why did that story work? Let me go back and dissect how they built it and where the punch was that the audience that you could feel the emotional shift. That's the kind of stuff that that really helps out a lot, too. Mm. Now, once you know that this is really what you want to do, how can somebody actually create income from being a speaker? Yeah, absolutely. So the first thing I would say is try to speak for free for a few times. I don't know what your market is, but you know, find a chamber of commerce, a rotary club, find a local school, find whatever it is, uh, drum up some of your intense local connections, so your friends that you probably wouldn't want to charge them in the beginning anyway. You just want to do something free to help them out and try to speak for free a little bit before you start charging immediately because you just got to get a couple under your belt so that you show up more confidently to that that time where you're getting paid. But then when it comes to get paid and getting paid, that's always an interesting thing. I mean, Debbie, you know, this it's weird to put a value on yourself. (laughs) (laughs) That's just a weird, a weird thing to do, but we have to do it eventually. And so What I would suggest is one way that I got started is I took in my network, I grabbed 60 people that I didn't think would hate me if I emailed them. (laughs) And I wrote them all an email, an individual email. I was like, hey, John, how you doing? How you been? How's your dog? How's South Carolina doing? Yada, yada, yada. Hey, cool, bro. Listen, here's why I'm writing you today. Writing you today. I'm I'm taking the leap and I'm really excited. I really want to be a speaker and I think I have a cool message and some things to share. And so I'm just looking for opportunities to do that. So I was wondering if you would be willing that the next time you heard someone talk about, hey, I'm looking for a speaker about X, Y, or Z, I would love to be the first name that comes out of your mouth. Attached are three of my most popular keynotes. Now, Debbie, at the time, they were my only three keynotes, but don't worry about that. (laughs) Um, But here are my three most popular keynotes. Feel free to forward them on to anybody that you know is looking for a speaker. I'm just trying to get this thing started. Really starting to use your, trying to use your tap into your network's network is really how I got started. Wow. Those are great tips. And it doesn't matter if you're just starting out, you have to take that first step. And I think that's the most important thing. And I know it's scary. It was scary for all of us who started anything new. But if you want to make 
a difference and a leap in your life. You just have to do it. And this is a really great way of doing it. You know, you're not only making an impact, but it's also really entertaining to to watch people on stage. (laughs) Yep. And it's a rush to be up there. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, James, for being here with us. If our listeners want to know more about you, where can they find you? I love it. And thank you for having me, Debbie. Uh, I'm James T. Robo on every single social media platform. Your boy looking real fresh on Instagram. Also posting some <laughs> meaningful content there. <laughs> uh, James T. Robo on Facebook uh, and, and a number of other places. And that's also my website, jamestrobo.com. And yeah, feel free to, to stay in touch. I'd love to hear from you. Perfect. Thank you so much, James. Thank you, friend. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with James. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview where he shares how he was able to become a professional public speaker who transforms lives every single day. Hey, friend, are you looking to land a remote gig ASAP? Well, did you know that we not only have a ton of online jobs you can apply to on our site, but now we're also sending them straight to your inbox. I'm happy to announce that we will be sending our email subscribers legit online jobs every Wednesday. We have done hours of research so you don't have to. If you want to be the first one to hear about the remote gigs we find, go to theoffbeatlife.com to subscribe. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life. I'll talk to you soon.